What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, there's a lot of action going on at several levels of the baseball world, at the major league level, at the minor league level, prospects, things of that nature. So, let's jump into it. Let's talk about it. So, I'm going to start with some news coming out of the Rangers organization. Rangers prospect Kumar Rocker will have Tommy John surgery. So, this is big news because... Kumar Rocker is a name that many people are familiar with after the past couple years of the ups and downs he went through after being drafted for the first time in 2021 and then not agreeing to a deal and then going back into the draft in 2022 and then getting selected in the first round again. So Rocker initially was selected 10th overall by the Mets in 2021, shortly after the draft. It was reported that he and the Mets were going to agree to a $6 million signing bonus, but they were eventually unable to come to an agreement because there was some concern about something in Kumar Rocker's right elbow. So he ended up signing with an independent team only through 20 innings for them uh, last summer. And then the Rangers selected him with a third overall pick last year. And then they ended up giving him $5.2 million. After all that runaround, Kumar Rocker was finally able to join Affiliated Ball this year. He made six starts for the high A Hickory Crawdads, posting a 3.86 ERA in 28 innings. And he struck out a huge 38% of batters he faced against a 6% walk rate. And it's actually interesting because just yesterday, MOB Pipeline tweeted they had just added Kumar Rocker to their top 100 prospects in the league. That was just 25 minutes before the news dropped that he would have Tommy John surgery. So they had to retract that tweet and say that they were pulling him off. Just such a quick turnaround. So obviously we know Tommy John surgery is going to keep him out of all this year and at least part of 2024 as well because it's a typical 14 to 18 month rehab process to get back from Tommy John surgery. I mean, it's, it's a very unfortunate setback for a guy who's already dealt with a few twists and turns on his road to the big leagues. But of course... We can't help but say that, you know, looks like the Mets knew what they were talking about when they when they uh, saw something in his elbow two years ago at this point. So, yeah, that's it, it's somewhat vindicated the Mets because it's not ever going to officially come out what their exact concerns were. But here we are two years later. You know, it seemed like there was a ticking time bomb in his elbow. So. Yeah, Kumar Rocker, the good thing, though, is that he's 23. And like I said, he's going to be back sometime next year. So at the end of the day, in the grand scheme of things, for a prospect of this caliber, it's not a huge deal. I mean, it is a big deal to lose a year, but he's a college arm that is already pretty developed and was on a bit of a big league fast track and was pitching well at high A. He, was not, he wasn't going to be there for long anyway. And like I said, 30, 38% strikeout rate to 6% walks. So when he gets back next year, you know, this time next year, he'll be 24. So it's it's completely fine. And in the long term, he's still well on track to to progress through the ranks and make it to the big leagues, quite honestly. I mean, it's early to say, but I, I think he definitely has that. He has that outlook. That's news coming out of the Rangers organization. In other news, let's jump back to the MLB, where Justin Verlander made his home debut for the Mets, and it did not go well. It did not go well. After a fought, a hard-fought four-game series against the Yankees and the Bronx, the Rays went across the river to open a three-game series against the Mets. And they had an off day on Monday, but 
on Tuesday, look, they looked energized. They jumped out against Justin Verlander. They had their way with him as Isaac Paredes hit two home runs off of Verlander, who, who was not sharp whatsoever. I mean, he threw 96 pitches in five innings, never had a clean inning, allowed six runs on eight hits and two walks. Five of those runs were driven in by Isaac Paredes thanks to his two home run night. So it was it was so bad for Verlander that he ended up getting booed off the mound. Can you believe that? The reigning Cy Young Award winner gets booed off the mound in his home debut for his new team. Not great. But let's talk about Isaac Paredes. He's been one of the hottest hitters on the Rays. In his last 19 games, he's hitting 377 with 18 RBIs. I mean, he's not as well-known as Randy Rosarena or Wander Franco, but, I mean, his manager, Kevin Cash, believes that Paredes will be one of the team leaders in several offensive categories by season's end. I mean, he's a really good hitter. I mean, we saw that last year. So remember that name, Isaac Paredes, because he's, he's making some noise now. And, yeah, Tampa Bay was just – they were not fooled by anything Verlander was throwing, and they were, they were hitting the ball all over the yard in flushing. So it was an 8-5 raised victory on Tuesday. If we jump to New York, so this was an interesting game. You know, it's the day after Aaron Judge was allegedly doing some suspicious stuff, right? The the day before this, on Monday, he had a home run against the Blue Jays after his eyes were peeking into his own dugout. Everyone was wondering, what is he looking at? What is he looking at? Was he is he cheating? Is he looking for signs? What's going on? Well, he's never done that before. And he homers on the next pitch. So people were like, what's going on? Were the Blue Jays tipping pitches? Well, basically, it was reported that the Blue Jays are tipping pitches. So maybe, we don't know for sure. Maybe someone in the Yankees dugout had a way to relay signs to the batters. I don't know. But nonetheless, Judge, you know end up coming coming back and uh he was getting booed a lot on tuesday in toronto ended up putting some of that to rest as he ended up hitting the go-ahead home run in the eighth inning which would end up putting the yankees ahead and they would end up winning this game so no better way to silence a crowd than to hit a home run and he did that in toronto so yankees ended up getting a 6-3 victory over the blue jays and uh, his home run ended up cracking the maple leaf that overlooks the Rogers Center second deck. I mean, he hit it deep, 448 feet to dead center field. Uh, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa also homered in this game. Domingo Herman, Domingo Herman was actually ejected from this game for using sticky stuff. He had some, it looked like pine tar or something on on his on his pants, honestly, his jersey, and it was on his hand. Umpires caught it. He was suspended. I mean, he was he was ejected, but he's going to be suspended because we know the precedent has been set now. That's a 10-game suspension. So, yeah, uh, pretty obvious on that one. You can even see it on the video. That's the deal. In Toronto, Yankees end up beating the Blue Jays. So, let's talk a little bit about the early Cy Young favorites. Who are the early Cy Young favorites so far this year? So, just jumping right into it. In the American League, it's Garrett Cole, Shane McClanahan, Sonny Gray, Shohei Otani, and Joe Ryan. Those are the top five guys. Okay. Garrett Cole and McClanahan don't surprise anyone. Those guys basically were on this list last year. But Sonny Gray is a nice surprise. I mean, he has had 
his share of success during his 11-year career, but he's rarely been this dominant for this long of a stretch. He leads the majors with a 1.39 ERA, and, and no one's talking about him. I mean, what's going on? And we need to do another episode another day where we talk about how guys just get so much better when they leave the Yankees. Sonny Gray is a great example. Look at Aroldis Chapman this season. He's a great example. He's throwing 104 miles an hour again. He's looking really good again. Joey Gallo is looking better. All these guys just seem to get better when they leave the Yankees. Something about playing for the Yankees doesn't always bring out the best in certain guys. We we need to talk about that because it's becoming a legitimate thing. In the National League, the Cy Young favorites are number one, Zach Gallen then number two, Spencer Strider, then Kershaw, Mitch Keller, and Justin Steele. Those are the top five. Zach Gallen, you know, although his streak of 28 consecutive scoreless innings came to an end on May 2nd, he has continued to roll right along this month. He's allowed six runs over 46 and two-thirds innings in his past seven starts. So he leads the National League with a 0.85 whip, but he's a big part of why the Diamondbacks are, are contending this year, surprisingly. Spencer Strider, we know what to expect with this guy. You know, he was a rookie last year, electric rookie season, and he has somehow managed to get even better in 2023. So he leads the majors in strikeouts and strikeouts per nine. He's a strikeout machine. Struck out 12 in his last start. So these are the Cy Young favorites to start the year. Keep an eye on these guys. I mean, Sonny Gray, you know, Zach Gallen, these are names that we're not used to hearing in that conversation, but we definitely need to start talking about them and put some respect on their name. But those are the updates we have for now. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.